You're listening to a Flawless Noises Media Network production. publicist called and was like uh what's going on anything you want to tell me you a cold motherfucker to not tell somebody you want a divorce and then just take to social media like yeah i'm divorcing this hoe yeah, what? I, got that, I got that in my notes don't don't oh don't worry i, t- I took notes because i overall the episode was kind it was like it was a good setup for next week for yeah, well, today t- t- should i yes, say today yes it was a yes, really good setup yes. for today so yes. it like I don't have a ton of notes, but I I am ready to see the mess. Yes. Um, yeah. Yeah. I already. Like I got a little because little... you was being petty. <laughs> I picked up you laughing, that sinister ass fuck you bitch laugh. I'm here for that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, cause I got like like most of cause honestly it didn't shit happen this episode, but the king shit, and I just have little tidbits and notes that I have for like either a joke or a girl you tried it moment like um i got a couple girl you tried it moments but hey everybody we recording (laughs) welcome to ratchet (laughs) ramblings i needed to get that sinister ass laugh you had for kingy um because listen this gonna be um a short show but it's gonna be very centralized on kenya's uh victim playing ass everybody uh as normally yeah normally uh jeremy brings in the show but he was laughing so hard at kenya's getting divorced through social media that i felt like we should capture that laugh because that is uh (laughs) that is a mighty laugh so as i mean she a mighty bozo so yeah yeah i mean i'm just listen i'm just matching the energies that she hired from that's all i'm doing absolutely um well but hello niggas as usual you can find me on all social media is not so newlywed pc um i'm joined by my co-host jeremy is here uh silky van zant is here Uh, (laughs) (laughs) i still cannot believe you are mike (laughs) (laughs) we back um i don't have any network announcements if you are if you enjoy ratchet ramblings i think you'll enjoy ratchet reloaded where we discuss yes. shows that we cannot cover on ratchet ramblings it's too much mess. so yeah it's too much sometimes so we gotta dial it back but for five dollars you could hear ratchet reloaded you can hear bring your bike you can hear backwards burn book you can hear the woo woo wrap up. You can hear um, the old episodes of the portal. You can hear um, 
birth stories of black mamas um and we're probably going to be adding some new content to the patreon so stay tuned for that you heard me mention the portal um the portal is no longer going to be on the patreon as mike has decided he wants to bring his love of anime and manga to the regular feed so if you haven't check out the manga x manga podcast yeah. Uh he take his anime and shit serious. Yeah. He's he take it serious, but he's also not a, a gatekeeping black incel. So might got yeah. a sense. Yep. Yep. So that's that. Uh that's it for the network news. We're gonna jump right into it. Uh, yes. uh there was quick. oh, oh, oh yeah. go ahead. Oh, real quick, we will not be covering uh Jocelyn's uh bitch array because it did not come on and honestly I feel like and we talked about this in the pregame I feel like it was the last week was the season finale um it should be but at the same time it's like so y'all named this shit Jocelyn's Camaray Miami bitch but y'all ain't showed us nothing about the damn cabaret so I feel kind of cheated but at the same time y'all needed to wrap this up the only six episodes because honestly it did not deliver as much um, chaos as we thought it would, being Jocelyn's show. So, uh, so honestly, y'all played it on face a little bit. So y'all can keep this. A lot of bit, let me say. Played in our face a lot of bit. For a bitch who keeps so much chaos going on every other show, um, whoever told her to show a different side of herself lied to her. We don't... Listen, we do not come here for uh, a different side of Jocelyn. We come here for the ratchet bitch who barely speak English and always doing some shady ass shit to other people for no real reason. So, Correct. if we y'all can't help for the motherfucker who terrorized Mimi, we didn't come for this. Uh, yeah, I'm trying to be. I'm trying to find my one with Jesus and my pimp and and be the boss of these other girls, Jocelyn. We ain't, we don't care about that at all. So. Um, if that's what y'all are giving us, keep it. Um, with that being said, we will start with marriage boot camp because it didn't give very much, but it's kind of a good setup for some shit that's going down next week. Because um, typically, marriage boot camp, at least one episode with the relationships, they start talking about sex, like they get to the sex of it. Because mm-hmm. um, most of these people are suffering in the intimacy department. So I'm looking forward to that. Yeah. First things first. Chosen and Bianca stay, which I don't think they should have. I don't care about whatever story they concocted to try to keep them in the house. Uh, But they need to leave because they aren't a couple. Yeah. And they're playing in our face. Like, we we can if we want young people situationship, uh, long as we got a bond through text message and shit, we can just look at HBCU Fashions or that other um, page that um is what is it? Candace is it A I T A or something like that? That be on. Oh, on am I am I the asshole um, from Reddit? Okay, that like if we want young people shit, we can just look at that. Like we don't need to see Bianca uh, and Chosen on our t- on our TV screen, computer screen, phone screen. However, you watch this show. Cause no shade, cause Lord, listen. Let me tell you something. I was watching this shit on YouTube, <laughs> cause cause it would let me be great. So listen, however you watch it, that's fine. But I really don't need to see Bianca and Chosen, and honestly, I don't care, because 
and this is no shade to Bianca. Well, I guess it is shade. But if you're going to go through this young, stupid people shit, at least go through it with a nigga that's handsome and attractive. Because Chosus looks like a goddamn foot. He not even ugly to me. Just you don't have to go through that with no nigga. Especially not one that don't really bring shit to the table. We know what everybody else partner do on that show. And we do not know what the fuck Chosus does. Hell, we know what Bianca does, or, or, or at least has done. Yeah, you know, we know what Bianca does. Hell, we even know that Ballistic is a goddamn music producer. One that has worked with some pretty, some pretty high-profile names. We don't know what the fuck this nigga does for you to be chasing after him and have his name tattooed on you two times. Tell right. us. Help us. Yeah. Help, help us, us help figure you. out. Because right now, you just look like a dingbat chasing your goddamn tail for some nigga and i don't understand he's not honest with you he puts you in predicaments where you catching 200 dollars ubers to fight other women who he has allowed to and gaslighting you about it and women who have disrespected you literally on the last episode a producer was able to hit up another girl he's messing with and have a whole conversation about how she is dating chosen and he's lying in your goddamn face. Cause why would that girl say that? Yeah. He uh, don't although stand I gotta say, shit. that producer misses his hell, but that's the kind of Karen on him here for. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, messy as hell. <laughs> absolutely. Very messy. But that's what happened when you lying and hiding shit. People that's can true. get messy with your bullshit. Yeah. They got to get then, to the root. And then he do, he, then he had the nerve to try to gaslight you again and flip shit. Because you was talking to another dude while y'all was broke up. Meanwhile, he and he in boot camp with a whole nother fucking girlfriend. Typical. But he talk about shit. why you keep lying to me. You making it hard on me. And did you forget this? Did you? What does it fucking matter? You literally dating a whole nother woman right now. Imagine a nigga with blue hair talking, getting sassy with you and gaslighting you. <laughs> like, I don't condone domestic when violence. When he dead but I, wrong. <laughs> right. Like, I don't condone domestic violence, but I wouldn't be mad if Bianca beat the blue out of that nigga. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. Because we know Bianca got hands. I'm sorry. <laughs> like, if she would have just yeah. two-pieced the nigga, I wouldn't even, look, I would have been like that, uh, you know that, uh, that squid with me where he looking and then he turned around real quick. <laughs> that would have been me if Bianca would have put hands on that nigga. I mean, hey, sometimes you got to eat a nigga. I'm just saying, you know. Absolutely. But they, but they don't need to be on this show. Like, I don't I don't think so. Like, I, the fact that Jocelyn got a whole ass pimp on this show, and I would rather them stay than Bianca and Chosa should be all you But need. even, we got to, it would be, we would be remiss to leave out the fact that a lot of times pimps got a bottom bitch who they are in a relationship with. And I that's guess true. that's Jocelyn to ballistic. So, even yeah. their relationship is realer than Bianca's and Chosen's. Yeah. And That's that is wild as shit to me. Um, I thought Dr. Ish was going to go a lot harder on them than he did. Me too. But I guess when you allow the other guests to make the decision, you have to go by their decision. Uh, yeah. You know, Which I kind of so- thought was stupid because it's like, I mean, I get it, but y'all the whole ass, like, producer slash host of the show like y'all say so is literally final so what the fuck yeah i mean i get it because this is you know supposed to be like healing but group which to be fair and i guess this is a segue um styles p and 
Uh, Lord, please blame it on my head, not my heart, or rather Ajua. blame it on the look. Ajua, thank you so much, friend. They seem to be, like, one of the few couples that, like, I guess the other couples l- learn from. You know, not saying that they perfect, because, I mean, if they were, they wouldn't be on the show. But, like, they seem more grounded than the others, and we've talked how, like, it seems like Ajua and Styles are actually there to get some work done, and it seems like the other couple just uh, absorb I guess, like, their aura and stuff, you know what I mean? Um, yeah, I, I agree with that. And CeeLo and his uh, fiance as well. But, uh... Everybody else I is wanna, just, like, good luck. So this challenge that they did, I thought it was pretty cool. Yeah. Um, but Jocelyn... they've done is, it before, hadn't they? Uh, yeah. Or a variant of it. Something similar. But mm-hmm. I got to say this, Jocelyn annoys the fuck out of ballistic. And she <laughs> and has <laughs> she has no self-awareness. She cursed his ass out, then said he needed to be nice to her. <laughs> Bitch, what? <laughs> Is you serious? That meant he to call somebody. He literally was sitting there. He like, yo, I'm hot. I'm a little annoyed right now. I can't wait to get out of these big ass old ass heavy clothes um and she like constantly poking a bear that's something that really really fucking bothers me about her is that she spends all of her time poking people versus bettering herself and becoming a better person a better woman a better mother you've been so busy poking a bear bitch that you lost custody of your daughter Mm. You're so busy it. thinking you the Puerto Rican princess that you a uh, Puerto Rican deadbeat. Mm. Mm. You don't you're have your Puerto daughter. Rican-esque. Listen, anytime Stephen fucking Jordan, who owes a million dollars in back child support, that faith can get that listen can get custody of his child from you. You on some trash, and you need to focus on your fucking self. Talk about be nice to me. Ballistic need to be nice to me. I be nice to ballistic. You just call them all type of motherfuckers. Yeah. Like, imagine you cussing somebody out and calling them everything but a child of God, but then saying, talk to me nice. Girl, I'm going to talk to you trash how you been treating me. But I will say this. Other than that, I guess ballistic has been doing something because how he reacted to this versus when he had that other meltdown when she was uh doing the most with that uh with that paid um actor for that pool party, it seems like at least he's doing the work and then Jocelyn is just like I'm gonna do that anyway because that's just how I am, which is the most annoying shit about Jocelyn. Yeah, like she does she... the fucking most. She prokes and prods at everybody. Cause I'm gonna be honest, I'm gonna be real. If I was Bianca, I would have cussed Jocelyn the fuck out a long time ago. <laughs> She got the most to say and lacks so much self-awareness. You right. could you you got the most to say about Bianca and her situation, and you literally are a volatile, toxic ass bitch. Not only that, girl, have you have you forgotten that we've seen you on Love and Hip Hop Atlanta with Stevie and Mimi? Listen. Like the North remember the niggas remember. So I know you fucking lying, Jocelyn. Like you talking about. I just want to be there for you, but you got to be real with me. Girl, you ain't been real with yourself. You been a fake bitch since we seen you on this goddamn on reality TV. Listen. So what is truth? Nothing. Miss po- <laughs> Miss po- <laughs> Miss Puerto Rican Mojizi, 
What is going on? <laughs> I'm just confusion. But I want you off my damn screen. Speaking of want you off my goddamn screen. Friend. Friend. I did if I I, I, mm, I if mm. I if I have to hear Michelle whine about Steve. Oh, what is it? Is it Stu? Stu, Stu, Stu. If I have to hear Michelle whine about Stu one more goddamn time, I think I'm going to pull out all my hair, meal pill ball like CeeLo because girl, girl, even when y'all ain't doing no goddamn challenge or talking, you still trying to pawn this nigga off to somebody else. What the fuck is, what, what the? You know, something really pissed me off with her and that she wants him to be accountable for her self-esteem issues and when he's telling her i'm not about to do that and she getting her feelings and then it's i'm sick of you Stu. well let the nigga go so he can go be with a bitch who wants to be with him Okay, because man. I'm starting to feel like you don't want to be with him but you too much of a goddamn coward to break up with him yeah. You and that little ass voice need to do your own dirty work and try and stop trying to pawn it off on him. Listen, go 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 let that nigga be on Tinder and, and and fuck with some bitches that actually want him. Like goddamn. Doctor is talking about uh you got to start paying attention and being in the inquisitive phase and the curiosity phase. What's to be curious about with her? Her self-esteem is always blocking everything. You can't be curious about somebody. You can't get to know somebody. You can't explore somebody that has the biggest brick wall possible in front of them. He should not have to jump through no hoops to get to know her, to be curious. She makes it hard. She's fucking annoying. She's very damn annoying. Like, extremely annoying. And the thing... What... and I, So, let me say this. Like, like I said, sometimes I watch this shit on YouTube because of... Expensive to be be uh being a be a player hater, um, and so sometimes I watch them and I get to see the comments on YouTube. Which first of all, I'll never read the comments, but I'm hard hitters and I love miss. So good to hear, look everybody. But <laughs> I've seen some of the comments on the videos. Like people have an at, um, they don't like that Stu um makes makes a joke out of everything and just seems to not kill. And I have a counterpoint to that is. It probably is his damn coping mechanism because his partner is so motherfucking annoying about every goddamn thing and, and is constantly selling his dick off at an option like he trying to get a goddamn, like she trying to get a goddamn used Cadillac and shit. Like, it's annoying. I'll be making a joke too. It, was the only, it would be the only reason I could keep my damn sanity being in a relationship with no motherfucking Michelle as, as annoying as she is. So I don't blame him for trying to make light of and brevity of situations. Hell, he needs to. Like, imagine trying to keep your sanity with Michelet goddamn bushel of goddamn mosquitoes-ass voice in your ear every goddamn day. Listen. And constantly blaming you for her lack, for her lack of self-esteem and security. It's a... Listen. The nigga... Look. If you want to assume that he got ulterior motives, I ain't gonna hold you because I don't put nothing past nobody. But... 
he I think he cares for her because if not, he would have been left. Any sane person would have been left. So obviously the nigga that has fallen for her in some way, shape, or capacity, she just gotta get it the fuck together. She do. But I'll not in our face and not with that voice. Leave us the fuck alone. Yes. Okay. Yeah. I've yeah. had enough of you. I've had enough of that voice. I've had enough of those insecurities. I've had enough of those wigs. Okay, I've had enough. I'm sick of that wig. Okay, I'm sick of that wig that look like mm. it's turned backwards. You doing mm. a? You got everything in the world to complain about, but won't go fix your goddamn wig. Leave us alone, bitch. I'm tired. She uh, definitely be wearing a wig that look like the Easter Star sister. Let me tell you. Uh, now I think that was it for me. I ain't have shit else. I'm looking forward to next week. I guess this is gonna be some big revelations, like I said. Um, but let's let's just head over to New York and talk about uh, mm. Black Ink New York. I want to say this. Well, I appreciate your tenacity with marrying Jess, but haven't your bad financials, haven't asked, learned nothing yet? That was, I'm glad that, that Jess has some common sense because you guys have not sat down, figured out how many guests you're having, figured out a budget or any of that and you trying to book a venue that's not how any of it works and that's how you get duped out of a lot of fucking money by not yeah. shopping around that's and how you also, get scammed for the venue you was looking at you not finna plan no wedding in six months at all i can i can guarantee you that venue was already booked up for six months ahead of time Cause it was a very nice venue, and while your pockets ain't that long, like I, 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 I do like his enthusiasm, and I do like that it seems like he truly, of the few men on this damn show, <laughs> it seems like Walt truly loves and respects and honors her. Uh, well. We can't, we can't give him too much yet because in the previews. Just wants to start premarital counseling and Walt talks about infidelity issues. Fuck, I forgot about that. <laughs> God damn it, Walt. Fuck. So we we can't give Never him mind. too much. Never mind. Um, you are, but I mean, I guess the groomzilla shit is cute, but let it go. Okay? Let it go. Leave You're it doing alone. too much and your pockets ain't that long. Listen. Like, didn't okay. C's have to pay for something pertaining to you and just like just last season? Or my trip? Uh, no, they didn't pay for nothing. Seas didn't pay for nothing pertaining to Jess. I feel like when he was scared to tell Jess he was going on tour or whatever, a little comedy tour, um, Seas had through like a congratulatory dinner or something. Okay. But I don't, yeah. Okay. My bad. But yeah, still, while so you, you got to listen, stick to the rivers and lakes that you're used to. Yes, please. Or, or in your just case, maybe the alcohol use, bottle. You use know what use common, use some common sense more than anything. Just yeah. be fiscally responsible so that you can go into your marriage without being laced in debt from a wedding. Um, oh, I'm, shit. You know what? I just thought about it. Since you reminded me of his uh, infidelity that we're going to see in the next episode, maybe that's why he's going so damn hard. He's trying to overcompensate. Yeah. Because, you know, be. niggas who cheat love to overcompensate on every goddamn thing. Especially when they look like a roach. So yeah, that's true. Uh, he definitely looks of, like the back of a TV. 
Yeah. He just, he all teeth. Um, mm-hmm. Big dentures having motherfucker. Like them knobs um, on that on grandma TV that, <laughs> that, that they had back in the day. Teeth is just big than the motherfuckers. <laughs> mm. Spe- teeth bigger hey, than him, hell. If you dumb enough to get a tattoo in black ink 113th, you deserve whatever the fuck you get because those motherfuckers brought a dog in the shop. They did. They did. You, dogs, puppies, I don't give a fuck. Cats, nips, unsanitary. Rats, uh, parakeets, I don't give a fuck. None of that is sanitary for an environment that is supposed to be based in sanitary practices because people's health and lives depend on it. What is Listen, maybe that was y'all? maybe that was ground zero for that Rona. Listen, because why? Why do that? I mean, it's already hepatitis roaming through that motherfucker, roaming through that motherfucker. So I mean, hey, listen. Speaking of speaking of that Rona, Kitty must got the cure to that Rona between her legs because this nigga, <laughs> this nigga sees. <laughs> he is hurt. Listen, what like it, nigga? You didn't add this. You didn't add this way over goddamn Dutchess, and you was finna whole ass marry her. You ain't act this way over your baby mama and you got a whole fucking kid with her. Mm, like, God damn. You literally just stiff-armed your baby mama uh, at the season finale. Okay. Like, sure. of last season. Like, what are you doing? Or the, end of the, the mid-season ending? I don't know what the fuck y'all got going. But what I do know is... <laughs> he is mad. You is livid. But I think you it's mad. You I must think be you, super mad because she got with a better nigga. Asterisk, but yeah. I mean, better looking. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Better but looking, I think it's what you. Ryan, we, you, I think we've established Ryan is trash. So, yeah. but um, I mean, it, he like trash with a bow on it. But I think it goes back to what you have said for eighty four years now: is that C's is jealous. He jealous and he because it can be on no. Cause let, let, let me. Well, up. let's let's take a deep dive, friend. Let's cause we could go a little bit further back. Okay. When him and Duchess broke up before she finally left the Black Ink brand, he was pissed off that she was dating a a player from the Carolina Panthers. This is all his oh, ego. Yeah. Anybody yeah. who has any woman who has enough wherewithal to stop messing with him and get with somebody better, he is going to throw a fucking fit. You know what? You right because I because um I meant to bring this up last episode, but I forgot because I was drinking too damn much. But remember when me, you, and Curtis had dragged him before because when him and Kitty stopped messing around, she was trying to you know date and talk to another somebody else. I can't remember who the nigga was, but she was trying to date somebody else, and he got mad and, and in his feelings and started like talking under his breath, saying like little subliminal shit on the show. We dragged them for that then, so. He's always had this issue. We really ain't got shit to do with Ryan. I mean, that probably no, is a, no. Oh, it, I'm I'm sure Ryan plays a part in it, considering right. the closeness he thought they had in a friendship. Um, but for the most part, it's this is a it's his ego about women moving on to bigger and better, and yeah. not to be funny, but as we saw at the beginning of this new, I don't know. This is like an old new season. I don't know what the fuck. But whatever <laughs> this started back, he even said, like, the shops is not making the money they should be. 
And mm-hmm. so you was out here giving Ryan all this kind of advice, but, and you feel like he took it and he owe you, but he don't owe you nothing. Cause all he did was rebrand his old shop and move into a bigger space. He yeah. didn't do anything spectacular. He just got rid of the problems in the shop. You have not done that. You, whatever you told you Ryan, keep the he problems did, in your shop. I was about to say, whatever advice you gave Ryan, it looks like he did the exact opposite because you got the same lazy, poor tattoo giving motherfuckers sitting up the, in this shop looking stinky and funky than a motherfucker. Let's listen. You still listen. got Donna there. You still got Tati there. You still got Teddy there. You still got Crystal there. Because we ain't forgot. We ain't forgot, bitch. Where all the niggas? We ain't forgot. Like, you got rid of a few people that wasn't putting their weight, but you should have revamped that whole entire shop. The so, only two people that should still be in that shop is mother, well, more than two, the three people, Bay, yeah, um, Sassy, and Puma, and maybe Walt. I don't know what he's doing as a shop manager, but it should only be like three or four people left remaining. Yeah, three, you three have not cleaned, you have not cleaned house. Ryan has cleaned house. Yeah. So much Ryan clean house. The only that, two people he got left around him is four, who is a fucking tattoo artist, and Don, who is a shop manager and also a certified piercer. So yeah. he he only got people around him that is making money with him. Yeah, like you he can't got, say the same. Ryan clean house so much that the trash that was in the old shop got they got the new shop and is in goddamn turmoil. And you have not done that, see. So for real, and the, you only still got Scott there, even though the bitch has never gone to school for anything human resources related. Does not know actual human resources. Probably ain't even graduate high school. Ain't graduate mm. being a mother. But that <laughs> bitch was still working there. Uh, Big fish had to tell you she couldn't be on the show for you to for you to not have her on the show. When that bitch should have been eighty six a long fucking time ago. Like she got come a hands on. problem. Leave me like leave it the fuck alone, okay? Yeah. And let Kitty be. Let Especially Kitty if you be. claim you don't care about her, cause I can't tell. You treated that girl like shit, and you pissed that she got chemistry and looked better with another nigga. That you mm. know he could have called. I'm sick of being loyal to niggas that don't respect me. Your own motherfucking employees don't respect you. And never heard. Boy, he's he he been the most loyal nigga either. And ain't. I mean, let's let's keep a, let's call a thing a thing. This is your ego. This ain't got shit to do with loyalty or anything. Exactly. Bunch of bullshit. And leave us alone, see. Like, like, cause me and Candace text about this last week, like, and she kind of, you know, because you know, oftentimes me and my friend respectfully disagree, but she kind of put me on like, if it's true about the closeness of Ryan and C's, I can understand how that's fucked up. I, I truly can. How I do you can. fuck up? How do you you fuck have up? done a lot of fucked up shit, even to your own baby mama. That you part. tried to paint that lady to be a motherfucking villain because she wanted you to pull your weight and take and care of your child together. That so part. I don't really care about all get, this. Did he get on? He just started being a father like what? Yes. A couple of seasons she, ago? Yes. So see, when, she, when, she, when she turned like a teenager, 
when she was much because remember all the times he was going in jail in them earlier seasons when yep. Duchess was on was for him not paying child support. Right. And you just started being a father like two seasons ago and tried to be father the goddamn year being overprotective and shit, making up for lost time shit. Seems if you don't get the fuck. <laughs> like I do I do like that the two shops will be mingling, you know, finally. But the fact that it's over this bozo ass shit is why is like I'm glad, but I'm also like y'all could have kept this shit because nigga, this ain't nothing mm. but another grown ass man's ego over somebody who he did not treat right while he had her, but now that she done moved on or doing whatever the fuck she want to do, now he upset. Please fuck you. Yeah, for real, boy, fuck you. And we said it, we said it last week, like. Even if Ryan dead wrong, it's still fuck you for a lot of the ways you have treated women on your show. Yeah. Um, because not too long ago, you were shitting on Scott for having ambitions of starting her own business and getting her own bag separate from the shop. So my you, you not, yeah, you not, listen, my little can't sell shit. Um, <laughs> my little not, problem. Listen, you not that loyal of a friend. So cut it the fuck out, please. You know what I'm saying? Cut it the fuck out. Speaking of cutting it the fuck out, Donna. Mm. Mm. You fixed that tattoo. True enough. Now that girl got a big ass prison nigga tattoo sitting on her motherfucking back. (laughs) Two big ass roses, misspelled perseverance, big ass cross in the middle to deal with the misspelling the perseverance. Girl, and you think that's supposed to get you from apprentice back to artist in the shop? I know you fucking lying. <laughs> Yo, why, why, why not put that goddamn treasure ass map tattoo on her goddamn? <laughs> goddamn, that big ass tattoo on her back. What now. in the what in the treasure cold hell, <laughs> daughter? What the fuck? Like what in the like what a, in the what in the. Pro- Pipeline to prison hell you got going on. Okay. Listen, you got the prison system on her goddamn back. You. Goddamn. Oh, inmate number 476C123 hey, ass look, tattoo. Look, looking like that goddamn nigga on uh, Tokyo Tiny Show, the prison nigga, 825 Yeah. <laughs> she got to live with that for the rest of her life. You up here bad that you've been devoted to an apprentice. <laughs> Oh, well, tattoo, you could tattoo. Because let's be real, the only good air quotes tattoo you ever did was some fucking roses, and that's because you do them all the goddamn time. Exactly. Tattoo. Yeah, we see what happens when you step out of your damn element and you have to use a goddamn dictionary. <laughs> you yeah. look you the fuck stupid. Goddamn. Tattoo. Ew. So your goddamn tattooing skills as big as a hole in your goddamn mouth with them missing teeth. Listen. Speaking of the missing, speaking of Donna, though. Hmm. Now, friend, I'm going to say this here. And if the season proved me wrong, so be it. But I'm going to say this here. I do not like how this is setting up, at least to me, this stuff with Donna messing around with Tati. Because I can almost guarantee you, and if again, I'm, if I'm wrong, if I'm proven wrong, I'll apologize later on when it happens. First, let I'm, me... Let, mm. Tati is the female version of Teddy and that's why they was fucking each other because this white greasy nasty looking ass bitch cannot keep her legs closed to people in that shop there is absolutely no reason 
for you to have to be messing with Donna knowing she's in a very serious committed relationship with Alex. I don't give a fuck if she came on to you. I don't give a fuck if she said, oh, but he he not gonna care as as a woman, as somebody who has been treated poorly in a relationship by somebody you work with, you trash. Bitch. As somebody that done got their ass whooped over Teddy several times, you would think that you would learn. But uh, and I don't disagree with your point. Thank you for adding that on. But I can almost guarantee you that Donna's gonna be one of them people. And Tati is gonna be one of them people. Like, I mean, it's not cheating if it's with another woman. Yes, it is, bitch. Cause you listen, this motherfucker Alice done got his goddamn back broken in several places of you running your motherfucking mouth when you shouldn't have, and you got the the nerve, the gall to be cheating on him after you pressured him into proposing to you, which it seems like he's going to do on the next episode. I know you fucking lying, Donna. Yeah. After you had meltdown after meltdown about not getting the proposal, this is why you don't deserve it. Mm. This is why you don't deserve it. You are... If at, let me take let me say this because I do, I do love and do love to point out women's homophobia and shit like that. Yes, you do. If 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 Alex was kissing up on, spending time with, uh, let's say Q, mm. you would have a problem with that bitch. You would lose your mind. Let listen. Hold on, friend. Donna had an issue with damn. I mean, even though he didn't bring shit to the shop and he got fired, she had an issue with um with Mike being bisexual. Remember that? Yeah. She whole ass bisexual woman her goddamn self. If the shoe was on the other foot, you would be losing your shit if Alex was messing with somebody else in the shop, be it male or female. So for you to feel you have all this freedom to violate the boundaries of the relationship you this is why you never can win at anything you do bitch because you trash you trash your dental work trash the way you tattoo trash your tattoos uh on your face and body trash your plastic surgery trash your daddy and them trash trash. them fashions trash let me tell you something you talking about you got to go back to something that you love and fashions because you mad that you an apprentice well you need to be a goddamn apprentice fashionista or whatever because your shit be ugly hey bitch listen that prom dress keep it (laughs) burn no don't keep it burn it Said I want to get back into making clothes. Please don't. Listen, please close get... the door on that idea. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, close show the door and possible. keep it. Yeah, yeah, possible show title. Keep it closed. Never revisit it again. Never, never. Listen, do not pass gold. Do not collect two hundred dollars. Get the fuck out of Dodge forever and stay there. Because we don't not need that. You up here looking and like... And stay out the fabric store. Leave them fabrics for people who know what the fuck they doing with them. You up here you looking don't. like a goddamn kaleidoscope and shit. Donna, girl, fuck you. Listen. Seven colors of the hell rainbow ass bitch. Leave us alone, Donna. You don't do Listen. shit right. You don't relationship right. You don't woman right. You don't hygiene right. You don't tattoo right. You don't fashion right. What do you do, Donna? Fuck up. That part. That's it. Um, I agree, friend. a fucked up ass individual. 
the way that Donna and Tati are carrying on, first of all, Tati wants a lot more from Donna than Donna wants from her. And Tati needs to be fucking honest. I mean, Donna needs to be honest with herself because Tati keeps asking Donna, does Alex know about us? Does Alex know about us? We've been spending time together. I like her and this, that, and the third. This is going to blow up in your motherfucking face. And when it do, I hope Alex level up to a way better bitch than you. Mm. Way better. Better tattoos. Listen, he, he better actually, body. I, I want, better wigs. I want him to actually slay the vagina. Not just not yours, bitch. Because you trash. You, but a part of me don't feel sorry for Alex because when he got with Donna, she had a man. And so this is a pattern of Fuck, behavior for her. That. Yeah. Yeah, and she got caught fucking in the bathroom, in a public bathroom stall while he was smoking a blunt off her back. Yeah. So. You lose him how you get him? Well, yeah. Yeah. Like, best, best of wishes. Fuck y'all. Yeah. Well, at least your back is back health, a little origami. Yeah, so at least your back back so that you can... <laughs> so, so that you can use it so you could throw it, throw your back into it when you blow somebody else's out that's not Donna. Okay? Right. You, you know. This blind date with Bay and the vegan was she awkward from, be- from beginning to end. It was just very fucking awkward. He was weird from the very start of the date. Okay, this is problematic, but I'm going to say this. He was very typical light-skinned. Um, he was giving me incel vibes. Like, he not used to getting bitches. Um, <laughs> so, Teddy? No, Teddy do get bitches. They just don't be good bitches. But bitches <laughs> nonetheless. <laughs> Mm-mm. No, this date was weird. And she knew it was going to be weird because she had rock there. To which you could have just been gave the nigga a chance because you ended up on a date with him anyways. Pretty much. Also, you know, based stupid, so you know. Yeah, when it come to niggas, black dick, she real dumb. Dumb, da da dum 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 dum. (laughs) Play the sound effect. I don't know if Asian people have a sound effect, but whatever it is, play it because she dumb as fuck. <laughs> also, that dude was racist as fuck. Like, I know Asian people like seafood. Nigga, what? <laughs> the fuck? Listen. You stupid ass nigga. Listen. Um, Rock had a very heartfelt story. Um, he did. That's crazy. It's crazy. That's why, listen, y'all. <clears throat> when they talk about the drug epidemic in this country right now, I don't care how many white people lose their lives in it because there was never this energy during the crack epidemic, which Mm. still has a huge effect on our communities, our up and coming generations today. Mm. There was not, there wasn't all of this, uh, do you or a loved one suffer from addiction? If you do, you can come check in at rehab right now, (laughs) free of charge. We'll get your life back on track. We'll find you a job. We'll pay your bills for six months. Make sure your kids have lunch money. This is shit they're doing to to help white people. Um, So it's stories like rocks. That's why I don't give a fuck that white people are are suffering 
with uh, crystal meth and prescription drugs and shit. I mean, like, even when uh, they're suffering, they're not really suffering. So yeah, it's like uh, and mm, that's where it's. Mm, well, you're baby. not gonna get no feels from me, little Rocky. So get the hell on. Yeah. Or should I say, little Miffy? Little Miffy. Listen, um, it was uh, good, good to hear his story. Um, I'm glad he stepped up and took care of his brother because we know what happens to black kids when they enter the the system. Um, it's typically foster care to prison pipeline type shit. Yeah. And so I see why C's ahead. gave you keep, let you keep your job, Rob. Yeah, I do too. Um, mm-hmm. So and babe, go ahead and fuck that nigga because y'all definitely got some chemistry. Go ahead. And yeah, fuck y'all do. Just it. stop being scary. Okay. Yeah. You already had one. You already had a baby with a deadbeat ass nigga. You either you gonna stay on that same level or it could only get better. To be honest, right. I mean. To I mean to be, I mean the the bar is on the floor. So. Yeah. Speaking of on the floor, <laughs> I thought Walt's engagement party idea was really cute. I thought it was very tailored to who him and Jess were. Um, I think people get in a bad habit of feeling like they got to do shit to keep up with the Joneses, which was evident in that venue that they looked at initially. Um, But they just don't, neither of them strike me as a, that type of venue people. Yeah. But this, this engagement party, I felt really spoke to who they were individually and as a couple. It was cute. Just looked to be having fun. Yeah. Um, I thought it was a cute idea. Um, until Walt got mad sensitive. For you to be a comedian, why are you so fucking sensitive? Mm. Why you can't take no jokes? Mm. Like, wasn't, even when he brought the invitations in the shop, wasn't nobody, like, trying to be malicious? It was a good joke. You got mad fucking kids and baby mamas. Especially when you, I mean, let's be real. I mean, When you, like, laughing at other people's misfortune in the shop. And cracking jokes. You've Listen, been poking what? fun at Donna and Tati for weeks now. Because they got the motive. Tati, C's, Teddy. You crack jokes on everybody in that damn shop. So it's like everybody can joke. You can joke on everybody, but everybody can't joke on you when a whole bunch of your shit is jokeable and not even in a malicious way. Come on, Walt. Yeah. Come on. Yeah, come on. like, come like, on. Like, you it going full day day. Chappelle with the sensitivity. Come on, Walt. Yeah. Like, come on! It wasn't. It wasn't that deep. It was even not when, uh, even especially when, uh, when you don't made jokes about your whole situations and shit. Like, whoa, come on, bro! <laughs> like, come on! Even when Puma and Tati was joking, it wasn't that deep for him to storm out and shit. Like, if you gonna be a comedian, you gotta be able to take your licks because, yeah. and I'm, I, ooh, I hate referencing these people, but even, even Kevin Hart could take a fucking joke. Mm. Mm. <clears throat> He can't take accountability, like, but he can take a joke. Yeah, he could take a joke. Like, we've seen clips of him joking back and forth with people and shit. And Ch- even Chappelle could take a fucking joke. Some of the greatest comedians in the world have laughed when motherfuckers roasted them. So it's yeah. just kind of like, why are you so sensitive and you don't need to be a, a, a comedian if you're going to be fucking sensitive? Because trust me, your friends is going to be the ones who's going to joke. They jokes is going to be the most harmless. It's yeah. going to be these strangers out in the world 
who really gonna be dragging your ass for filth and laughing. So like we all on this podcast. <laughs> right now, listen. And and so I'm ending on you with your sensitive ass. I'm I'm ending it this we getting up out of here with your sensitive ass because I was just like for a nigga that talks so much the, shit. When he stormed out the shop, I was like, all right, okay. You know, niggas don't want to think about their annoying ass baby mamas. But when they was joking on the mic, wishing you and Jess congratulations, Jess seemed to be laughing and having fun and shit. You and your feelings storming out of your own engagement party that you paid for. Picture me storming out of some shit I paid for. I know you fucking lying. You would be, you would be gone before I will if I want you out my shit. Know that. Check that. Listen, well, you a bozo. Okay, bozo of the yeah. bozo of this week's show, just yeah. sensitive ass. You the bozo of the week, Walt. Yeah, speaking of checking that, well, are we gonna head to Atlanta because this is what y'all came for, and I'm gonna let my friend bring it in. We ain't gonna stay too too long, but we damn sure ain't looking at my notes. We damn sure ain't. Yeah, so uh, come on, friend. Yes, let's go down to um, Atlanta, Georgia, my home state um, of trash and mess and negativity. Uh, episode 17, Grease is the Word. So first of all, let us say, let me say this. <laughs> do you know, <laughs> do you know how fed up a nigga got to be to let you know that he getting a he divorced your ass via your publicist. He ain't had no damn conversation with you. The only guy, conversation he done had with your ass is a motherfucker argument, which put a pin in that. Um, after his damn event, and the next day it's like, well, I'm done with this shit. I'm gonna post this on on Facebook. I'm gonna let I'm gonna put this picture up on Instagram. Um, publicist. Um, uh, I don't know your name, but it don't even matter. Uh, let Kenya know. Check on her if you will. That. I want out of this shit. I told y'all I hate being married and I'm finna prove I hate being married because I'm finna divorce this bitch. God damn, Kenya. Jesus fucking Christ. You got the you got divorced via text message, girl. Like, god damn. <laughs> Jesus. But I mean, I honestly don't really feel bad for you because I mean it's 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 what Kenya deserves. I mean, it's embarrassing. And if this listen, I gotta say this. Shout out to my girl Robin on Twitter. She said this, and I could not agree more. If this was anybody damn else, we would be talking about how all types of trash Mark is. And for the record, Mark does give me bozo. He definitely does. But because it's Kenya, and because she has been such a piece of shit on this damn show for 84 years, in general, towards other women on the cast while they've been going through their shit with their niggas, let's run them off. Cynthia, her alleged damn friend, Marlo, Tanya, who put a pin in that, we will get to in just a goddamn second. Portia, I'm here, friend. Listen, listen. I, the, my first note is all the people that Kenya laughed at who was having relationship issues or she just crossed the fucking boundary. Uh, they deserve it. Top of the list, Phaedra and Apollo. Mm. Greg and, and Nini, like Greg and Nini during their first divorce. Mm. When they got divorced, should I say, during their first time being married? Yeah. Portia and Cordell mm-hmm. had a lot to say then. She had a lot to say about Portia and Dennis at the top of the season. 
Yeah. Because once she like, I would never with my man and stuff, then come to find out, it seems like your man did. And it seems <clears throat> yes. like you did, too. Yes. Uh, I got more. She had a lot of shade when Cynthia and Peter was divorcing. Even uh, if she wasn't on the show, she was throwing mad bullets um, on social media. Uh, yeah. Mm. Um, Kimsey and Croy. She had a lot to say about Kim and Croy. And yeah. this fucked Kim for me forever. However, yeah. she did have a lot to say about Kim and Croy. And then she crossed a really big line um, when uh, she made those remarks about Kim's daughter, Brielle. Um, I don't care if Brielle is grown or not. Don't ever feel comfortable enough to sit in my face and say disparaging things about my child. I don't care if they two or 20 fucking two. You will, my kids will always be off limits the same way as anybody else's kids will always be off limits. Cause I'm witty enough bitch to drag you by your taint hair without putting your kids in the fold. And we her has when that happened. dragged her. Okay. Yeah, and and this, this is why she and Nene are still on the outs because Nene asked her why you felt like you could come into my home and create that kind of chaos and havoc. And mm. she's been in her feelings ever since because Nene checked her ass about that. Okay. Right. Um, so it's, it's just, it's just very funny. Like I am enjoying seeing the Kenya, um, the Kenya calamity, if you will. I mean, I, and I stand up in it. Like it's, Listen, again, shout out to Robin. If it was anybody else, I would feel bad. Well, correction, almost anybody else. Let me be honest. Almost anybody else, I would feel bad. But it's King. So, I mean, it is what it is. You got what your hand called for. And your, and your hand called for a sassy-ass man who don't like being married to your motherfucking ass. That divorce you via goddamn I message. I would say hate to see it, but I actually love to see it. Because, girl, fuck you. Um... I would say Candy looked really good in this episode. I she, was like, okay. she does. Um, but as I was watching, when did Candy start cutting so hard for Kenya? I feel like mm. Kenya, I feel like Candy and Cynthia are enabling Kenya's victimization storyline. Um, when she has said mean and vile things about them both in mm. years past so this whole kenya so fragile let's show her some empathy sympathy sympathy manipathy empathy <laughs> like no we're not doing any of that because marlo made a good point and she said that if if, if this was anyone else's divorce kenya would ask about it unapologetically oh i'm getting she would she <laughs> So oh, trust me, friend, I'm getting there. Uh, but since we since we are since you brought up a good point as far as like the victimization goes, and I got this in my notes when Cynthia uh it was mostly Cynthia in this moment with like when they went over to the house and stuff. Um, when they was talking about like they was just at Mark's event and stuff, and then the, the night before and then the next morning there's divorce, um, and they had a big argument about it, and Kenya was like he was um uh, he just seemed mad, annoyed with me the whole night and seemed like he didn't want me there and he blamed me for ruining the evening. And Kenya, you absolutely did. <laughs> you absolutely did. You brought unnecessary 
pettiness to that goddamn event because you had no damn business playing goddamn musical chairs with with um what it was first on um, was it, it was Porsche and Tanya at first because you had issue which again put a pin in the in the Tanya stuff and then when Marlo got there with her two nephews who if anything they needed to be at that damn event then you had them outside. You had them way in the back, like they was in the goddamn color section and shit. You absolutely did bring unnecessary drama and mess and pettiness to your husband's event, and I understand that he was upset. Hell, I was upset and mad at you for being the fuck stupid, and I ain't, it ain't even my goddamn marriage. So you definitely did ruin that, and he deserved to be mad. Let did, me... Oh, go ahead. Friend, we need to discuss this scene where... Cynthia and Candy go to Kenya's house. Mm. And this bitch say she has seen text messages with women saying they don't want to be cut off from having sex with him even if he's married. And mm. she's three. And she said, well, maybe I missed a lot of red flags. No, bitch. You didn't miss him. You saw him. You saw him. You saw those red flags, but you and were so like busy Cynthia, trying to one-up trying to one-up the rest of the ladies by being married and having a baby that you played your fucking self. And then gonna say, I even called one of his women and told her, you might want to pick up the phone. This is Mrs. Mark Daly. Girl, Mm. who cares? Obviously not her. And obviously not your nigga too. (laughs) (laughs) Who cares? Obviously not Mark. Oh, that lady cares, but not about you. She cared about that dick. That's why she was messaging that. <laughs> Listen, that's why you upset, Kenya, because goddamn Mark was slinging that dick to everybody but you. <laughs> like, you you was his married, annoying side piece, and the other women was his main, which, now that we here, the audacity and motherfucking gall of you, Kenya, to know that that happened in y'all marriage, and yet, and yet, you had the nerve to be in Tanya and Paul's mess and bring that goddamn cookie later around when your nigga was out here slinging, slinging his dick in other women's cookies and shit. Got you up here looking like Mrs. Doubtfire and shit. I know you goddamn lying to me, Kenya Moore. Daily asterisk. You have the self-awareness of a damn gnat. You up here, you up here on some goddamn hello barber. This is Shirley shit with your married ass husband, yeah, you up here bring this cookie lady talking about this lady that you don't even goddamn know. Well, let me tell you about that. This lady that you attempted to have a, a good relationship with, you were up here with this damn foolishness that her nigga might be cheating on her. Meanwhile, back at the fucking ranch, you done had to deal with Mark slanging dick like he handing out dick like it's goddamn refund checks and shit. Can your girl fuck you? See, it's shit like this that it's shit like this that leads people to not have sympathy for you because you're such a motherfucking evil-ass bitch. Yeah. You're just evil, and you do the fucking most, and you have no self-awareness that the reason people don't root for you... Talking about, since we're here, fast forward a little bit, because honestly, it ain't really nothing happened on this damn episode. For the fucking trip to Greece, you talking about, I don't want to go because, you know, these girls hate me, and they just love to see me you know, they're just waiting for me to fail and stuff so they can talk nasty about me. Like you have done to all of them, Kenya? Like you have been a mean, rude, surly-ass bitch to everybody's mess 
on this show for 84 fucking years? And you think everybody's just supposed to forget that because Can- uh, Candy and Cynthia, for whatever reason, uh, they'll turn into some we all the world ass bitches and forgiveness and shit? Right. That ain't how this works, can you? You reap what you sow and what you done, what you done sold is some bullshit and you getting it back tenfold. And that's why people hate you and can't stand you. Because you've been evil as fuck. Now, granted, some of the people that hate you are also evil as fuck. And it's kind of like Spider-Man pointing at Spider-Man. But that's besides the point. Yeah, because listen, we have gotten on Nene for trying to play the victimization role herself. So we are extending the same energy to Kenya. You ain't nobody's victim. You are vile and have been vile for several, almost all of the seasons you have ever been on the show. And one thing that I I delighted in was Tanya saying, oh, it makes sense why she was treating me the way she was. Basically saying the bitch miserable and and was projecting. Yeah. And let me tell you something. Tanya better than me, because I wouldn't have no words for her at all. Like, Tanya gave a little, few words, and like, I'm sorry, and you shouldn't go through that. Tanya better than me, because I would have been like, bitch, suffer. That's what the fuck you get. I wouldn't, listen, I would have turned into that damn school with me while everybody at the table, you know, consoling her with these goddamn crocodile tears and shit. I would have been playing, got, playing on my phone, playing, I miss this game. Listen, I would have been texting Candace, Candace, like, Candace, do you see this bitch? <laughs> She got so fucking nerve. Girl, listen. fuck you. Tanya, listen, Tanya is a saint. I don't give a fuck what y'all got me. to say about Tanya. Because I would have, I would have, as soon as we was in the van with Kenya, I would have been like, so mm-hmm. you had your own cookie lady, huh? Mm. Look like your cookies crumbled, bitch. That's what happened. But was, but was busy trying to bring one to my door. Mm. 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 Interesting. Seems like your cookies don't crumble, bitch. That's in- what done happened. Inter- yes, listen. Interesting man. Mm, interessante, if you will. Listen. Listen, can you girl? Speaking of speaking of girl, fuck you. And speaking of, <laughs> you know, friend, I have to give you your roses. I mean, I give you your roses um, as much as I possibly can, anyway. But I'm gonna give you some more roses here because you have been pushing this beat that Cynthia is a coward and a snake and keeps up mess for eighty four years. And I have to agree because it made no fucking sense knowing good and fucking well that Nene and Kenya are not seeing eye to eye now, have never seen eye to eye for quite some goddamn time, but you up here trying to push them to have a conversation, to have a kumbaya moment, knowing good and fucking well Nene is like, well, bitch, you reap what you sow. This this is the thing. I don't see it for Kenya ever. But I don't see it for Nene's two-facedness regarding Kenya. If you want to mend the fence with Kenya, then you need to stop dragging her every chance you get when she doesn't want to be bothered. She can, she's allowed to have her own reasons for not wanting to maintain a friendship with you. I am confused as to why you want to maintain a friendship with Kenya. Y'all are like, all y'all do is butt heads constantly. Could we have seen, a, listen, we have seen 
Kenya and Nini be friends for a little while and then enemies for a long stretch, then friends for a little while, enemies for a long stretch. If that's how your friendship has to go with somebody, why be friends with them? Yeah. And why do you want them to be friends, Cynthia? Kenya is trying to tuck her tail amidst her divorce after reminding all of the women repeatedly that she is married to Mark Daly and has a baby with him. Why would she want to sit down and fellowship with somebody who was just saying at the airport scene how Kenya is reaping what she sows? If that's the energy, Nene, that you have for Kenya, just stay there. You calling up Marlo to discuss it, stand up in that shit, but you can't have it both ways. Because one thing Kenya is absolutely right about is that she knows for a fact that most of the girls are laughing at her and, and are. Yeah. And rightfully so, to be fair. And rightfully so. But quit trying to kiki in her face and be her friend knowing you don't see it for her, Nene. You too right. fucking you old too for that. Because when, 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 when Marlo stood up to try to go comfort Kenya, I was like, bitch, please. <laughs> you was just talking about how you not going to be able to not laugh and discuss Kenya's divorce. Mm-hmm. Like y'all are Nene and Marlo y'all too old for y'all to be y'all for y'all to be some of the older oldest bitches on the show. Y'all are doing the fucking most. You yeah. want to trip Nene? Focus on re- building and repairing the rapport you have with ladies who you have fallen out with, such as Cynthia and um, Portia. Portia. As we'll see and on stop, this come, upcoming episode. Yeah, stop trying to force your way into Kenya's life if she don't want you there. If she don't want you there, fine, sweetheart. Leave leave that lady alone to stew in her misery. Right. God, and you damn, stop trying to force the to shit, me. Cynthia. Yeah, find you something to do. Listen, investigate your nigga that you barely even know some more. That's what you do, Cynthia. And leave us the fuck alone. And leave them ladies alone. Hell, they don't want to be friends. They don't want to be friends. Shit. Yeah, don't you listen? They can't be friends because they the same. The two sides of the same nose. So leave us alone. But uh, I think that more or less was it. Like this was the build up episode to the episode where Nene spits on Kenya, which I'm looking forward to. Because I thrive off the negativity. And I hope that I know it's not gonna happen. But in my mind, I was hoping that Kenya would beat the brakes off Nene. Um, I don't care how much you don't like somebody, you don't get to spit on people. And so Nene, this this uh this ratchet rambling is coming this next Sunday. Uh, Just be prepared, cause bitch, I'm finna drag you. You a nasty bitch to spit on somebody. I don't care. Even Kenya, that's nasty. That's a, that's considered assault in some places. Girl, that Rona's going around. What the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> you spit on me, bitch. You this honestly should be Nene's last season on the show. Once you spit on somebody, that's you you saying that's you know where you at with it, and you need to come up off the show, for real. Yeah, I, that's it. Yeah, I I agree with you. I don't think it will though because. Well, if there have been some whisperings her, that this is going to be Candy, Nene, and Marlo's last season. So you really? never know. 
that's what's mm-hmm. that's the that's the whispers going around. I don't know how true it is. I can see it being Candy's last season if her little acting career is taking off. Yeah, because she's been casted on the shy. Um. So yeah. Because she ain't gonna have time. Yep. I mean, honestly, I wouldn't be if if it's if it's they last season. I wouldn't be mad. Um. I just after that, like wishing rape on somebody shit. I, and they still brought her back, Nene. That is, I was like, well, I mean, they get, they just ain't gonna get rid of the bitch. So, I mean, I agree with you. Don't get me wrong. I agree with you that if you spit on somebody, you should go. But I don't think they're gonna get rid of her, unfortunately. Because yeah. we know Andy Love Miss. We will see. Speaking of which, speaking of Love and Miss, ain't gonna be no reunion for the Miss because because of that Rona. Um, they will not be taping the Real Housewives of Atlanta reunion. Which I feel like y'all don't need to. I mean, y'all could just do the shit on Facebook Live, like <laughs> Instagram Live, whatever. Because first of all, it ain't like y'all gonna fight, and all y'all gonna do is rehash shit that has not gotten resolved in the season and yell for about fifteen minutes until Anna be like, "Okay, girls, we gotta move on." So y'all can just do the reunion, like, yeah, y'all can do it on Zoom, shit. <laughs> Yeah, we pay for Zoom Premium to record this shit and it let you hold like 15 damn people. Like, y'all can do this shit on Zoom. But, I mean, I'm... How many people be there during the filming of a reunion show? Is it so many people that y'all scared the Rona gonna get passed around? Well... I don't know. Listen, y'all safety, y'all health come first just like ours, so do what you gotta do. But there are ways to get around this, like, you know, ha- having all the girls come in via satellite, Facebook Live, something. Something. Could y'all do that anyway? Right? Like, when somebody can't make it, usually they phone in satellite or whatever the fuck. Yeah. Yeah, I just be lazy. I mean, listen, I ain't saying that Rona ain't serious and I get it, but there's ways y'all can get around it. Because, I mean, at the end of the day, we want to see this mess. Well, I, mean, I feel like I feel like it's a cop out too because Kenya probably wasn't gonna be there because she don't want them to run that bean footage of all of the ridiculous shit that she has said only for her to end up headed for a divorce after two years of marriage. So I feel like this is a cop out for some of the ladies. I feel like this is a cop out um for Cynthia because she got exposed all season long with her messy ass. So yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, well, good luck to you bitches, I guess. Um Yeah, we'll we we'll meet again, stupid bitches. <laughs> we mm-hmm. ain't gonna get no reunion, but this ain't gonna be uh you know. This ain't gonna I'm, be the last we know y'all gotta be stupid to get a check, so it's fine. Absolutely. Uh, speak, speaking of meeting again, we'll meet y'all back again for next week because that wraps up this episode of Ratchet Ramblings. Um, indeed. Thank you for listening. Uh, make sure you rate us, uh, review us on wherever you listen to your podcast. Make sure you subscribe to the Patreon uh, to get some bonus hashtag content. Um, we're looking forward to. Well, honestly, let me. I'm looking forward to watching the Real Housewives this uh, tonight, so we can record next week, and I can just lob at the cannon so she can drag. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, I think that's it for me, friend. You got anything? No, no. We'll see you guys back next week. Maybe we can muster up a guest. Uh, 
Maybe. see what we could come up with. Um, but for now, we about to get up out of here. Peace. Peace.